from South Florida. The Brian Mudd Show starts right now. Now, now. News Radio 610 WIOD. We have not had consistent policing on Ocean Drive. And, you know, I liken it to, how about look at your own home, don't clean it for seven years, and then start screaming, how come it's not clean? And who are you going to blame? David Wallach of Mangoes, Miami Beach, and we take a look at the battle that has been waged there. And uh, it's coming to a crescendo here pretty quick. Uh, Here to talk about this, Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber. Thanks for taking the time, Mr. Mayor. Thank you for having me. Obviously, a lot of moving pieces in the run-up to the November 2nd election, for which you're running for re-election. You've obviously had a very strong stance uh, against the extension of the entertainment districts being able to serve past 2 a.m. This has led to a court challenge, now a ballot referendum that's uh, on that ballot along with you, Mr. Mayor. Tell us your thoughts, your your case at this point for why you're right about this, why you should win re-election and along with it have that 2, 2 a.m. curfew. Well, let me talk with 2 a.m. first because I think what's happening in our city for the last decade or even longer, frankly, Our residents won't even go to the entertainment district. It's become a party district, a hard party district. It's not a place where people go to like they used to 20 years ago. Uh, And it can be that. But the fact that our residents won't go there tells you something about it. And for me, I think it's just simply if you look at the crime statistics and you look at all these those other metrics, this little area has become the center of disorder in our city. Uh, it's either right there or it's in the area around there. It is incredibly tough on our cops, tough on our residents, tough on people who are visiting. And I don't think we need a party district. I think we could do what a lot of other communities that once had this kind of uh, situation, uh, they converted to what is really known as a live-work-play district, where you have, you know, offices and residential, and you have, but you still have restaurants and, and venues and bars. They're just It's just not the only thing you have there are bars. And when you have all-night bars, you just can't have anything else because who's going to want a boutique office? Who's going to want to live there? Who's going to want to have a gallery there? So for me, I think it's time for our city to just say this this isn't working anymore. It's become too boisterous, uh, too disorderly, and we got to move on. And, you know, our cops agree. Uh, the neighborhood associations agree. Uh, the Even the Ocean Drive Association agrees uh, with us. It's just really a few bars that love the all-night, big-drink, hard party atmosphere, want to keep that. And uh, they're saying anything and doing anything to keep it. Uh, But the truth of the matter is we're right. Mr. Mayor, you've seen the economic estimates. I mean, the the difference is into the tens of of millions of dollars uh, with the... That's not accurate. They they, No, they they paid for a survey. They paid for a survey that literally made these wild, wild assumptions. Uh, oh, you know, everybody who comes there won't come there ever again. Uh, and, if, and, and think about this. They will regularly tell us that it's really only three bars we're talking about or four bars. So, you know, and then they come up and say it's $30 million loss or $200 million loss. I mean, they're just trying to scare people. The truth of the matter is we did a study, and this wasn't done. We, we didn't. We were just trying to find out what the net loss or gain was in the area, and our net uh, losses. If you take resort taxes we get, and you uh, and you consider the overtime we spend, which is enormous in policing, 
we lose $6 million a year in this area. Uh, but, of course, I would tell you that you can't pay me to, for this kind of brand damage. You can't pay me for this kind of anguish. And you can't pay me to essentially take the most iconic stretch of our city and make it unavailable to most people and most families. So for me, this is not a hard call. The fact that our residents don't feel comfortable even going there anymore is enough as a clarion call that we need to change. Speaking to Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber, all four of your challengers have taken the other side of this. They're all in, in favor of you know going going beyond and you know two a.m. Why do you think it is that they all have that stance? Look, I, I don't know. Uh, my, my challengers are not. I, I don't really know them. Uh, I've never seen them involved in city affairs. Uh, I think they're. I'm not sure what point they're trying to make, but you know, I, I ran for mayor to do something and not to just kick the can down the road. I, as mayor, I've you know, started a very substantial parks renaissance. Every park's being redone and uh, dozens of acres of new parks. We've done a lot with art and culture, so now we have more venues and more performances than we've ever had. I'm dealing with resiliency issues. But I don't think my opponents want to take on uh, issues that create uh, fights with people like uh, powerful bar owners, frankly. Uh, I know that they were going around look, you know, recruiting opponents for me, offering huge amounts of money uh, you know, to run against me. And that makes my point, by the way. If you look at this struggle right now, you have the bar, these, these handful of bar owners who are trying to protect their profits. And then you have our side, who's simply trying to make this community something that's approachable and available to the, to the public. And by the way, I know a lot of the guys who are involved with these bars. I don't dislike them. I don't want to pick a fight with them. I don't want to make an enemy out of somebody who has unlimited money and will do whatever it takes and say whatever it takes to protect uh, their, you know, this, uh, this wretched business model. But I felt like it was the right thing to do. So I can just say this to the public. I mean, think about what's motivating the two sides in this thing. Uh, I didn't pick this fight for fun. I picked it because it was, it was a battle we need to wage. We need to, we need to stop this uh, party district from overwhelming our city you know, uh, taking all of our police resources, defining us to the world, uh, and we need to make it what it really should be, which is this beautiful mixed-use uh, area where people love to visit and live uh, and, and don't feel like it's uh, dangerous to be there. So I, I don't know what my opponents are thinking, except that maybe they just didn't want to pick a fight with somebody who, who was powerful. I'm not afraid to do that. Of course, you have this dynamic as well uh, in the effort to discredit your effort the leaked audio on monday with the recent meeting with developers yeah. Yeah. And, and the allegation that you have ulterior motives it's first of all in order for it to be a leaked audio you have to expect it you have to make it a secret meeting <laughs> okay everything i say at these meetings i post on the city website and uh, you can go see my 12 point plan and point three is literally we're going to put on the ballot something to change all this it's literally what I just said. Uh, there's nothing secret. Uh, I, I confess 100%. I did it. I went to a group of people, mostly, by the way, residents, who happen to also be people who invest and said, listen, we got to change this area. What would you do to get rid of an Airbnb? What would you need to make it a boutique office or a gallery? What can we do to help you invest in this area to change it so it's not just all-night bars and Airbnbs? And, of course, I did that. I've done it, by the way, all the time. I, I don't know why the guy who, who recorded it, I assumed it was being recorded by the people who were 
who are who are taking the Zoom like I always do. And it's the same thing I say all the time to a groups that have the ability to change this area. Because remember, the one thing about this uh, uh, this party area that we know is it's owned privately. We don't own a bit of it. So in order for it to change, somebody has to come in and say, I want to put a gallery here. I would like this to be a, a you know a condominium with with high end residential or a gallery or a, a beautiful restaurant or a mixed use facility or something other than what it is. So I am of course going to uh, ask that community uh, if they're willing to do something, and, and I want to know what they would like to do. And I've I said at the meeting, as I always say, at least two or three times, you know, we have to see what your idea is before we agree to it, and it has to fit with our city. And I. Typically, we, we, uh, our planning director is someone who cares about uh, historic preservation and scale and things like that. So we're not going to agree to anything that changes the character of our community and uh, certainly our historic architecture. And I think I said at the meeting that, you know, we never would do anything uh, to Ocean Drive because that's the postcard of our city. But if you can adaptively reuse buildings so that instead of a Airbnb, it is a, um, a, a boutique office for a company or a gallery or a, you know, or, a, or, or both, frankly, because a lot of places are commercial residential and hotel and office. If you can do that without changing the character of the place, we would like to know how, what you need to do that. And we would like to make it as easy as possible because obviously the current situation is absurd. And if you do nothing, nothing will change. Mr. Mayor, while we have you, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about sports betting, given your expertise on the, the subject and the in, involvement with no casinos originally. Obviously, October 15th came and went. It's your position that under 2018's Amendment 3, the compact that was agreed to that would allow off-site betting, sports betting, would be unconstitutional in the state of Florida. Uh, you had one federal lawsuit that was thrown out this week. Uh, what do you make of the current landscape? What's happening here? Well, I think this litigation is going to continue. Uh, because I think the voters, when they when they voted for Amendment 3 a few years ago, 70%, by the way, said, we want to have a say in any expansion of gaming. And what they did with this is they said, okay, to get around that, what we'll do is we'll, we'll put sports betting, and eventually, by the way, all betting, not just sports, will be, they want, we know what they want to do because they sort of, they showed their hand. Uh, technically, they actually showed what they wanted to do. They want all gaming to be able to be online anywhere. So what they did is they said, well, to get around Amendment 3, we'll simply say that if the server is on Indian land, then it's not, uh, it's not an expansion of gaming in Florida, even though everybody will be, you know, including your kids on their, you know, on their Xbox will be gambling, uh, you know, because that's, that's how crazy it's going to be. And that's what has happened in many other places. So I think, uh, I think the residents, uh, the citizens of Florida have said repeatedly, we want to know what you're doing and we want to vote on it. And then what the legislature did was essentially, and the governor did, was essentially say, we'll, uh, we're going to get around that by simply declaring that the server is where the bet happens, and that all the gambling that happens everywhere else, including in, in your home, uh, didn't really happen there. It happened in, uh, on the reser- uh, on, you know, on, on the Indian land. So it's not a, it's not a state of Florida a gaming expansion, which is, of course, we think absurd, and uh, we think that, of course, should say so. Miami Beach Mayor Dan Gelber, thank you so much for the time. It's really appreciated. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for looking at these issues. Broward Supervisor of Elections, Joe Scott, next here on the Brian Mudd Show, News Radio 610 WIOD.